Lecture Topic 28th Ramadan Fajr Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem amma ba'd Person who has his primary objective in mind and what is his goal and purpose and that has a great amount of value to him to try and achieve that goal and purpose then he will do everything that is possible to get there whatever he has to undertake whatever sacrifices he has to make he is ready for it because he has the value of that goal and objective somebody has made his goal and objective to climb a mountain so now in order to get to the top there's so many things that he has to do and so many difficulties he has to undertake but he's ready for it somebody's objective is to be able to run a marathon and get to the finishing line in time as futile as that is but now in order to achieve that he's training 6 months in advance 6 months in advance he's training and every day he's training whether it is sunshine whether it is raining he is busy pounding the pavements because he has some goal and to him that is something very valuable so for that he is already ready from 6 months in advance to undertake what sacrifices come with it early in the morning late in the evening sometimes and what not so provided that there is a goal and a person has value for that goal then sometimes that goal is some futile it is worthless but people because they made it valuable for themselves they are ready for whatever it takes our goal is to get to allah taala to become the true servants of allah taala to connect ourselves to allah taala to gain this wealth of ihsan which in the very well known hadith sharif of jibril sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadith of jibril the discussion of ihsan comes bi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was asked mal ihsan and he responded by saying an ta'budullaha ka annaka tarah فَإِن لَّمْ تَكُن تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكَ that you worship Allah Taala as if you are seeing him and if that is not something that is possible for you which is obvious that we can't ever get that reality in dunya then that doesn't really change anything because the essential thing is فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكَ Allah is watching that consciousness has to develop now this is ihsan that a person is forever conscious of Allah Taala forever away and conscious my allah is watching my allah is away now that's the goal to get to this ihsan to get to this ihsan which is termed as nisbat which is termed in various other ways as well so when a person has this goal in front and he has this the value of this goal the value of this objective then whatever efforts have to be undertaken to get there will be undertaken but if that seems to be something just on a at the most preferable level something fine if you get it very well if it's not even achieved then it's not a big deal so obviously that's going to become a different situation it'll be a very very casual situation whereas this is the greatest objective that we get connected to allah taala all these duas that we have been revising every morning among other things this is a very very effective way of connecting ourselves to allah taala that maula ilyas kandalwi rahmatullah alayhi the revival of dawat and tabligh his father was maula ismail kandalwi rahmatullah alayhi 
he had become bay'atul hazrat marashid ahmad gangoi rahmatullahi in his very old age in his advanced years he became bay'at so when he became bay'at in those days there used to be a lot of very strenuous mujahada that people used to be put through and likewise very very great amount of wazaif and the zikrs etc used to be meaning very very big number as mention one of the days sawa lakh zikr 125000 times they would recite allah this was a very standard thing so any case when he became bayat so he said to the ngoi rahmatullahi that i am now at this age i will not be able to manage all these very strenuous mujahadat all this is now beyond my capacity so i am not going to manage all this but i have become bayat so gungwir rahmatullahi asked him but the question is have you thus far attained nisbat this connection with allah taala this ihsan so his response was that alhamdulillah with the barakat of the recitation of the daily duas same duas that we are revising and these duas every action throughout the day from the beginning of the day till the end of the day till the last thing at night there's hundreds of duas that have been narrated from rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam which he would recite on the various occasions and as mentioned that when this is done very consciously it is done with the meaning in mind very consciously person doesn't know the meaning word for word but he has some general idea what he is reciting and he is doing it consciously so then it has a very different effect so his response was that alhamdulillah with the barakat of the daily duas the masnoon duas allah taala's fazl that i have already attained so the guru rahmatullahi said to him then you don't need those mujahadas because the mujahadas are to get to that point so if a person is already at the destination somebody by some karamat he has managed to now recite quran sharif excellently <coughs> all the tajweed etc is being fulfilled so now somebody insists but you haven't yet formally read qaida baghdadi or nurani qaida you must still go back and first learn nurani qaida that you didn't formally do so this is not going to be fine so now you will send him back to nurani qaida for what purpose to be able to recite the quran sharif get the letters correct get the makharij correct be able to pronounce everything properly and he's already gone there so likewise these mujahadas are to bring a person to this goal and if he's already there so now this was the lesson in this and the very important point to take note of that mashallah he reached the goal with what so obviously these people mashallah were very conscious they used to be very pious in their own right staying away from haram doing what is required of them in terms of their fundamentals of deen there wasn't any anything short in these things but together with that the constancy on these masnoon duas this became the means of reaching that goal so these duas are not just something by the way one is the, these are the prescriptions for the protection for the things that we want all the things that are our needs our concerns all this is all catered for in these duas 
and at the same time beyond these benefits the greater benefit is that this becomes a means of connecting us to Allah Ta'ala every dua on every occasion that is recited and especially recited consciously recited in a way that a person is conscious of this as well that this will become a means of getting closer to Allah Ta'ala this every step is taking closer so now we need to try and learn these du'as, recite them on the relevant occasions so for today one du'a in fact two du'as but they are both very closely linked and in fact should be recited jointly but related in different ahadith one du'a is related by Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala that when Rasulullah would leave the home or Nabi has said the one who leaves the home and at that time recites Bismillah Tawakkaltu ala Allah Wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah All these are kalimat and recitations which every one of them separately we are well aware of we are familiar with it's just a matter of putting them together joining them these three kalimat Bismillah everybody knows Bismillah Tawakkaltu ala Allah I have placed my trust in Allah Ta'ala and Wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah we discussed the virtue of this one of the previous days so the person who recites this at the time of leaving the home so the angel an angel says to him calls out from the side of Allah Ta'ala Hudita wa kufita wa wuqita that you have been guided now with the barakat of this recitation you have been guided and now the guidance is what we need all the time. This is our greatest need. Therefore, Surah Al-Fatiha is necessary to recite in every salah, every rakat. And this dua is part of Surah Al-Fatiha. So if this dua has become necessary, Allah Ta'ala put this as our need and made it such that we keep reciting it, Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem, Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem, guidance, hidayat. So now by the barakat of this recitation, the angel says to him, Hudita, you have been guided. So guided from what? Guided, guided through all the various challenges, you have been guided to do what is right. Inshallah, the barakat of this will be guided. But Kufita, you have been sufficed for. From the things that become challenges, the difficulties, you have been sufficed for. It will get sorted out for you. Wa you have been protected from the unseen forces, meaning jinnat, etc., what we can't see, and from the seen enemy also. From the external enemies and then the internal enemy, inshallah. From that as well, from nafs. So, subhanallah, with the recitation of these three kalimat, such great virtue. And then it is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, when he recites this, this is called out. وَتَتَنَحَّى عَنْهُ الشَّيْطَانِ الشَّيَاطِينِ The shayateen then move away from him. And the one shaitan says to the other, meaning the shaitan that was perhaps now trying to approach this person to try and put some waswasa in him, was, that كَيْفَ بِرَجُلٍ هُدِيَ وَكُفِيَ وَوُقِيَ How are you going to have any chance with that person who has been guided who has been sufficed for, who has been protected, where are you going to have any chance with him? So this simple recitation with the virtues are so great.
Then further, Hazrat Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha derates that whenever Rasulullah sallallahu left my home, ma kharaja Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa min bayti qattu. Now this itself shows us how, imp- how much importance was given to this dua. That she says, on, there wasn't a, an occasion that when Nabi sallallahu left my home in the morning, that he didn't recite these kalimat, this dua. He would raise his gaze to the heavens, and then he would recite Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an adilla aw udalla aw azilla aw uzalla aw adlima aw uzlam aw ajhala aw yujhala alayya now these four aspects are here these both are recited simultaneously it's not two it's not one dua these are two separate duas but Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah. And then followed by this dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an adilla aw udalla. Ya Allah, I seek your protection, an adilla, that I go astray. Now these are our greatest concerns, that, I don't know what's going on. Now when a person is leaving the home, every morning when he leaves, he leaves, obviously to fulfill his dini obligations, he leaves to go to the masjid to perform his salah. Then, if he's leaving the home, he's leaving the home now to go and see to his whatever his occupation is, his needs for the day, to take care of his family's needs, to go and take care of whatever his work may be. And in doing all these things, he's going to be constantly in interact, interaction with others. All kinds of people, people from every kind of background people with all kinds of habits, people with what not. And now he's going to be interacting with a very, very wide range of people. And in this interaction, there are all kinds of situations that come up. Sometimes he can end up getting influenced by somebody. He can get affected by somebody's whatever way is, habit is. So now before stepping out, he is seeking Allah Ta'ala's help. So Nabi Islam was so to say pause, this is a pause and this is a very big pause, it's a short pause but a very great pause. Allah's Nabi Islam, he was masoom, he was sinless, he was always ta'aleem for the ummah. That look we need it, meaning the ummah we need it, we, we have this very desperate need that we turn to Allah Ta'ala and keep begging from Allah Ta'ala and asking all these needs. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an adillah. Allah, I seek your protection that I go astray. I have my own accord now. I got caught up in something and I went astray. Aw udalla. Or I be led astray. Somebody else now comes and tries to influence me, deceives me into something, and I get caught up in that. Somebody starts coming in inviting me, and I get carried away with that invitation towards wrong and sin. Ya Allah, you protect me from this. Allahumma inya a'udhu bikan adilla aw udalla. Aw azilla aw uzalla. Azilla with a za. Ya Allah, I seek your protection that I slip up somewhere. O uzalla, I be made to slip somewhere. Meaning from the state path, I fall off somewhere. Or somebody else knocks me off. Ya Allah, I seek your protection. This is so to say a, an emphasis of what the first part was. Ya Allah, I don't fall into any error. This is the dua, that I don't fall into any error of any sort. 
the one aspect can be related to deen, this is even in day-to-day mundane things. Ya Allah, I don't fall into any error, I don't cause any problem. So, azilla o zalla, aw azlima aw uzlam. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from causing any zulm to anybody. Ya Allah, this is a very serious matter, you protect me, that I don't fall into causing any zulm on anyone. Now this is a very very deep dua because often during the course of the day how we go about things, how we sometimes talk, how we sometimes do things and it doesn't cross our mind also that this could constitute zulm. What I said, how I just dealt with somebody, how I reacted to someone, these things are sometimes taken for granted and not sometimes very often taken for granted. And on many occasions, these things can either border or be definitely zulm. So, Ya Allah, you save me from this. An azlim, or uzlam. Ya Allah, I seek your protection that I become a victim of zulm. That somebody oppresses me in any way, Ya Allah, I seek your protection from that as well. And indeed, you have to seek Allah's protection from all this. So, Ya Allah, you protect me from that I become the zalim or protect me that I become a muslim also somebody now suppresses me and commits oppression on me or azlim or uzlam or ajhal or yujhal alayya Ya Allah I seek your protection that I deal in a manner of ignorance but there are so many things which is part of jahalat but these aspects of jahalat are sometimes lurking within us. Looking down upon people, things, how a person sometimes conducts himself, how he behaves with his parents maybe, how he behaves with his spouse, sometimes how he conducts himself in his workplace and whatever else carries on. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from behaving in a manner of jahalat. Sometimes he got upset with somebody, now he's swearing at the person, using vulgarity. This is all jahalad. So, Ya Allah, I seek your protection from conducting myself in a way of jahalad. Ujhal aliya, oh, that somebody else subjects me to jahalad. That I become the victim of somebody else's jahalad. Ya Allah, I seek your protection. Now, this was the dua that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to make, and Hazrat Ummah Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha. She says, Nabi Sallallahu never left my home on any occasion, but that he recited this dua. Now this was the importance that Rasulullah Sallallahu gave to it. But the importance that he gave to it was ta'aleem for the ummah. This was his tawazu and his humility as well, that despite being divinely protected all the time, that there was no, no way that any dalalat, jahalat, Anything could come very any close to Nabi Islam also. He was masoom and sinless, but yet he's asking Allah Ta'ala for protection from all this. This was his tawazu, and at the same time, the very important part of it was that it was ta'lim for the ummah. So now, this was the ta'lim for us. So we need to take it to heart, we need to practice upon it, make it part of our day, that we start of the day in this manner, and inshallah we'll see the barakat and blessings of this. And the greatest barakat and blessing of it is, as discussed, this is a means of connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. Means of getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. Every dua is a, this is kalimat al
these are the words of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam what noor is filled in there we will never fathom beyond our imagination so it sounds like very simple short little words but there are many many things that are very compressed in the small little capsule and tablet see this is very very effective very potent it's filled with the cost of it is so much because there's so many valuable things in it what can that condensation really what that's condensed in it can compare to what barakat and blessings and anwarat are condensed in one one word of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so with that in mind and with this objective in mind that all this is a big step to get closer to allah taala we should be trying to practice on it allah taala give us tawfiq أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة والرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الاسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والارض وهو العزيز الحكيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق اذا وقب من شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق اذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق اذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنه والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنه والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنه والناس